Right. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining this space. Uh, of course, as um, the topic suggests, we're going to be talking about foldables. We were expecting to see Charles um, Kimai from Samsung joining us, but I think uh, due to some circumstances, we'll be able to join us. So um, in his place, Chenze Manu is going to be taking his place. Uh, also, Georgine Dirang will be joining us later on. But again, as I said, the conversation is basically around foldables and, uh, you know, what the future of foldable phones, uh, you know, of course, look like. Of course, as you all know, Samsung is a big player when it comes to this, uh, to this, uh, when it comes to foldables. Uh, and of course, before we had um, smartphones with screens almost too big to fit in your pocket, there was the flip phone, which of course we all know uh, from Nokia. Uh, started all this then the flip phone you know design meant it was a small enough to actually fit you know in the palm of our hands uh we couldn't do much more than and we couldn't even do do much just make calls and even send text then of course as phones you know became more smarter and they also got more larger and now we have a new wave of folding phones you know um that of course promised to combine the tech and modernist modern day smartphones with the convenience of smaller and more compact foldable designs. And also that's where we've seen companies like Samsung and even Vivo, Oppo, uh, Xiaomi, of course, making foldable phones. And of course, as I say, Samsung is a big player. So the conversation today is basically, could these phones be the future of the smartphone industry? Yeah. So this is basically the topic we're going to be discussing today on this space. So again, the panel is very interesting. People from across different industries, uh, I have, of course, uh, Chenze Emanuel. I'm going to just, yes. Chenze Emanuel as well joining as a speaker as well. Uh, there's Anjeo and, of course, Amati. Then Georgie as well will be joining us later on. But uh, for now, I'm going to just let each of them introduce themselves. Starting with, uh, of course, um, um, Anjeo. Yes, yes. Okay. Um... I am Ananda Anjayo. I let's say I'm a greenhorn in this tech uh, stuff, but it's just seen how much growth industry has, and I'm excited to be part of this panel with some of the minds that I've been learning from, and uh, yeah, excited to help uh, discuss this discourse of foldables and are they a threat or should we sit there and uh, just observe what is coming? Yeah, pleasure to be part of this panel. Thank you so much, Anzeo. Um, David? Uh, hi, guys. Uh, I'm an amateur, but my official name is Nicolas Wanyueke. I'm the technical sales lead of Lekman. Been in the industry for the past six, seven years. So I've seen the evolution of phones. Uh, happy to share my insights. And I hope we shall have a good discussion. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Chenze, can you hear us? Yeah, let me just try fix Chenze. But even, uh, you know, as, uh, you know, um, for me, my name is Nick Anali. I'm a tech journalist based in Nairobi, and I cover a lot of content around technology, doing a lot of product reviews, you know, um, for different smartphone companies. And basically, just anything tech is what, you know, my interest is in. So, so just you know, to start us off, for years, of course, tech companies have experimented with the new phone designs, of course, driven partly by consumer surveys 
which of course have brought you know as hunters with bigger screens we've seen longer battery life and of course sharper cameras these are actually things that we really wanted but of course folding phones uh let me say are something we really never saw coming but maybe just from um uh let me start with david from where you are sitting yeah best uh on the nature of your work do you think yes. foldable phone is something consumers really wanted uh the let me just speak frankly it's an interesting concept that samsung have come with because it's not a new concept actually we have yeah. we have been having foldable and flip phones for quite a while mm-hmm. but the smartphone evolution it kind of made guys think that the flip and the foldable are absolute mm-hmm. so uh i can say due to the evolution of technology or plus your no necessity is the mother of all invention we have a scenario where guys want bigger screens but they also want a portable stuff a portable not like laptops but things that will function as a phone like uh, and a mini laptop so i can see it's an interesting concept and i i am quite interested to see how it will pan out I have handled the Z Fold 4 at least, mm. Z Fold 3, those two I have really, really tested them. It will be, it's a field that I can say it's a bit green. And uh, we, uh, I'm kind of judgmental, but still, I know it's a thing that uh, people will actually like and will actually buy in the long run but for now i can see i'm a bit skeptical mostly because of the price, not because of the functionality actually the mm. fact it, it is really really functional but the price it's a bit of a turn off but mm. as i've been as i've seen most most tech gadgets initially once a product comes in with a high price uh it's kind of human nature that guys will after some while guys will accept it oh interesting is it the same thing maybe anjay you would agree with um i have a okay almost the same take as as a matcha but um for me i'm approaching foldables as uh this is the fourth the fourth generation of samsung foldables that we have in the market right uh, we started with the z fold We've gone all the way currently we're at z fold 4 and other players have also come in uh oppo have come in with the find n um xiaomi have come in with 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 the, the mi uh mi fold something uh mimics fold something and every player has seen the future of of foldables as something that um that is worth trying and worth refining so we have not hit the pinnacle yet but mm-hmm. we are slowly heading headed towards that point where now foldables will become the subject of conversations of course as amacha has alluded to uh the pricing may may turn off many people but then again it's it it's certainly not a product that you would put in the same class budget devices 
unless somebody decides to do a budget fold because now you're taking the best of technology and you're fixing it in in a machine that that will basically deal a blow to one uh, the mini laptops and also tablets uh, may also have to watch out because uh, why have a, a phone a tablet and a foldable when i can have both in one device and uh, now that even the camera tech is also improving as you saw with the Z Fold 4 and the Z Flip 4 um we are certainly headed to that point where we cannot ignore the steps that fold foldables are making in the tech world my tech oh interesting so uh chinze uh, we just started with introduction so before maybe just start introducing yourself then you can maybe try to respond to the question so sir hi everyone uh, i'm chinze um i write about tech now i my my personal views about foldables are, are that um one for the longest time my personal view i've been that they are an unnecessary solution to a problem that doesn't exist but two after i've used them uh kind of i i kind of quite uh like them and and the, the beauty of them is how i view them is they are this thing that is making the smartphone space exciting again. Um, having covered this space for quite a bit, it had become stale and not that quite exciting. Their phone launches every other day. Yeah, last night we were at uh, uh, one of these other phone launches. At least with the foldables, they give you something to look forward to. You just like for if you're to look at the Samsung's uh, foldables lineup, the last four generations. What makes them exciting is every other time there's a new one you're looking at uh, what level of iteration it is what's gotten better from the last time like there is that uh, factor that had gone away from the space that the foldables bring back to this space now how now that we've uh, we've been there especially the samsung foldables for like the last four years going into a fifth year or a sixth mm-hmm. what will make them uh, more exciting is how they become more accessible to most people because much as they are interesting and they keep pushing these boundaries of what's possible uh, in mobile tech they remain largely inaccessible so so yeah so you are, you are looking at these very nice devices that uh only at, at the at least as far as our opinion society is concerned target the one percent so they remain exciting yes they remain aspirational yes they remain out of reach yes so the next stage for me will be uh, that will make them exciting as somebody who covers this space will be seeing them now trickle down to reach where most people are like can we have uh, like the way the galaxy z flip is can we have like a budget variant of that something like that oh interesting i was reading a report actually last night you know before just you know as as, as i'm preparing for this space and idc you know uh released a report you know they were talking about how uh, there's a demand for foldable phones with around 7.1 million units shipped last year and this was about uh well up on the 1.9 million million units that were shipped in 2020 and of course idc predicts that you know foldable phones market will reach 27.6 million units with a value of 21 billion dollars by 2025 so i mean if the foldable market is growing I mean, what do you think is the main attraction, uh, you know, um, to foldables, uh, Anjeo? What is the main selling uh, point for these devices? I I think that the the more the more refinement happens to foldables, the more they start becoming to they, they start becoming attractive to the market. 
price notwithstanding, uh, let's let's take an example of I, I'm just gonna use the Z flip, the Z Fold three and the Z uh, the Z Fold four for instance. They if you check on the design, the issues that they the the, the Z uh, the Z Fold three had with the hinge were resolved with the Z Fold four, and therefore this tiny uh, refinements when it comes to battery life, for instance, um, the, the chipset that runs, the type of storage, and now bringing, uh, Samsung now bringing the aspect of photography to the foldable, such that I'm not just having a phone that I can use just for my work, but I can also use it to take uh, good pictures that can even rival the S22 Ultra, for instance, then as the more these refinements take place in the market, the more the demand is going to rise and subsequently where demand is there would be that ripple effect and we really hope as as Tenze has said um that the, the 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 pricing will come down to the point where now it will be accessible to most people because again you're giving me an opportunity to put away my laptop to avoid getting that tablet just because what i can use in one device and that is a full refinement that is where the secret is at oh interesting uh, i mean since uh, you know in your case you've been using i think you've used the all probably all the you know uh generation of foldables from you know uh the original fold to now the the i'm um, called the fold four what do you think so is the key selling point uh i didn't use the first i've just used the three and four mm -hmm. and as i said earlier Necessity is the mother of all invention. So uh, what solution or what problem are the foldable phones solving? Mm -hmm. Like I can give you a good example uh, for the for the o Galaxy series, especially the of flagship, that's the S22. There, there is a very high demand due to photography, obviously, which is mm -hmm. one of the main features and the speed. What I would like, um, I was, I am actually impressed with the current Z Fold series, considering they gave us a very good chipset mm. and they have increased the battery life. What I would think the each for foldable phones, they should not only solve issues that comes with phones, because for that size, most of the guys are looking for like a mini laptop that is not really a laptop but you can do most of the stuff so what i can say i'm quite impressed by the way i'm very very impressed with the samsung z fold 4 because uh they have really had what the consumers want and they have really taken it a notch higher so it will be quite interesting and i hope other brands will try give them a run for their money because as we all know a competition or brings out the best of all of us right and, and i think and i think the reason we are making of course samsung the center of this conversation of this space is because i think they are the only you know uh manufacturer that we have seen bringing their foldables in the kenyan market of course we are we have other you know companies like vivo oppo that i mentioned earlier and even Motorola that have the very nice foldables, but we haven't seen them actually making them available in the Kenyan market. And, uh, you know, maybe just change the, having used, for example, the Fold 4, uh, and even just all the previous generation foldables, what do you think will be, is that the main key selling point for these 
for this for, for the foldables uh, <clears throat> first i think huawei also currently has their yeah, yes, uh, met access to in kenya but away from that um one uh the major thing where you get up always they're just cool uh, end of story like they're cool they're nice like they uh, when i was reviewing the z4 they're head turners when when and everyone seems to know for in this case of samsung foldables what they are if you are going to get say the Huawei foldable or if you import the xiaomi foldable you need to tell people what that is but the samsung foldables uh like people know what they are you you saw the kind of star the president's foldable uh caused online like they're cool like the primary reason you'd get them and i think that also sp is spoken to by by their pricing for instance the z fold 4 is all 270,000 shillings so if at, at that price point essentially you are not going to buy a phone because you lack something no mm -hmm. uh, chances are if you are if you're buying it in a physical retail store you're picking it because it's the most expensive item there and you have the money or it speaks to your social class those kinds of things that you don't like talking about uh, also the reason why you keep having this discussion on social media about why iphones are, in, are superior to other phones it's all perception so the primary reason why you'd get uh affordable is they're, they're cool end of story mm -hmm. they'll, they'll give you all the points if you go for business meetings it's one of these nice cool things to have but now aside from that when you actually start using them by for instance me within a 270,000 shillings to spend on a foldable but because i review devices i happened to have had one now i came to using it because i needed to review it but i ended up getting stuck with it and wanting to 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 use it for everything because i actually found the use cases quite nice but if you're being honest i don't think it's the use cases that will drive you there but eventually as you continue using it you become reliant on that specific form factor that it's actually the only way you want to consume content for instance i read ft when you read those long read uh, ft articles on the foldables they're so nice like it looks nicer um you uh, you could pick your tablet if you have one but it's really unnecessary because normally what the flow would be for me is i'll see a nice article bookmark it uh hop over on my tablet to read it because i like that experience with the foldable it's there and then that experience is so nice but the primary reason you get it it's cool end of story when if you are not in this space of ours and you just an ordinary consumer when somebody demos to you the unfolding mechanism that it can be a phone uh, one second and a, a a big canvas that you can do a lot more on it the next uh, you actually want that you want to view your youtube videos there you want to view your netflix uh, on the go there the world cup is coming you actually want to stream your links uh, on such a thing but the barrier for entry where we are right now is that you'd buy it because you have the money and it's actually cool Oh, interesting. And um, is, is it something, for example, Anzeo, do you think you'll, you'll, you'll buy because it's just a cool device to own? <laughs> I was actually cuckling at, at changes parts. But yeah, it's true that um, I wouldn't walk into a store and buy a foldable for the sake of buying it. But it's a statement. The, the, the moment... Uh, you're seen with a Z Fold 4. It's a statement that 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 you're making, <laughs> even if it's a review unit. It's just a statement, and there's just something about it. It 
uh, of course i i i if i get to that point where you know uh, i've grown into tech review that much and i can easily walk into samsung and <laughs> samsung experience store and buy a foldable why not i would do that but not at the moment <laughs> but yeah it's true <laughs> oh interesting actually you know within the fold phone actually, within the foldable phone explain uh with samsung there's the fold and the flip right and the flip uh i'm currently actually using the fold but i think the flip is my favorite yeah um um a david yeah when uh having interact with so many customers who are looking to buy devices which one do they always ask more for is it the flip or the fold and now this is where i can say there is a catch-22 situation because as mm. hnz has said uh it's actually a cool device you will like actually stand out from the crowd mm-hmm. okay but then now let us look at functionality i have sold more folds than flips not because oh, the flips are bad actually it is because guys will get a smartphone at the equivalent price that has uh that is a flagship you get me so now mm-hmm. uh i can look at it now there are two ways to look at it eh? is samsung making the z fold 4 for the upper echelon of humans or are they making the z fold 4 or to solve a certain solution because mm-hmm. if it was to solve a certain solution then we still have some steps but if it is uh, to be cool i can certainly say that it's actually a cool gadget that mm-hmm. one i will not deny then what i've loved especially with the current series because the main issue of the the flip 3 and the fold 3 were the battery life and the camera especially camera mm-hmm. it seems everyone loves selfies and and or taking shoots so they have really upgraded up to the standard of s22 series mm-hmm. so for me frankly speaking I, I wouldn't get one to move around with because i'm always in town now as you are major but mm-hmm. i wouldn't mind once uh my manifestation works i wouldn't mind to have one oh, interesting uh my co-host uh dixon um my cover Dixon, uh, I think currently uses a flip. Uh, Dixon, I would take it. I no, mean, I'm um, using a fold. I'm using the fold four. Oh, you're using, oh, you're using the fold four. Yeah. Yes, Flint. I I exchanged um, the review unit from the flip to the fold because I never interacted with the fold before. And how how's your experience? I think the first thing I said immediately I got the fold the first day was that. Uh, you don't know how good it is to use one because you basically just see it on screens or on people with people talking about them until you use one because immediately I got to use it. I think that's a form factor I want to see in future on many other devices, affordable and even higher end if possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And maybe just as we go on, uh, should anyone have any questions around foldables? uh this could be the right person to actually you know ask you know the question i can see there's one question from you know um someone is let me just a minute um yes sandra you have something to say 
Sandra, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, uh, Nick. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, I just have one question as a consumer. So I'm just asking from a consumer point of view. Uh, what is the durability of the foldable? And I mean, as someone who perhaps is an aspiring content creator, how will, how I'm, I'm thinking of, of along the lines of uh, durability, because uh, if I recall cor correctly, part of the reason some of these things were phased out was because of how fragile they were. So uh, when it comes to that, how is Samsung addressing that bit of it? Uh, noting that I've never used Samsung before, I'm an aspiring consumer perhaps, you want to sell me a Samsung and move me from what I'm currently using. How assured am I of the fragility of the foldables that are coming to the market in Kenya? Thank you. All right, thank you, Sandra. I think that's actually that takes me. It's only covers the next question you were you were uh, you were supposed to focus on. So of course, when Samsung first you know um, brought the foldable, that was back in 2019. Of course, it was just let me say it was a mess. Yeah, and I think we read all these stories all over. You know how. They were, you know, they're falling, the hinge was just, you know, uh, barely off. But over the, over the years, yeah, and uh, especially for people, for people like, for example, me, uh, Chenze, or even just uh, at that point in this space who have used affordable phones. Like, let me talk to Chenze, you know, for, at this point. Chenze, from 2019 to where we are now with Fold 4, what has changed with foldables, with Samsung foldables? <laughs> um, and maybe, maybe you can now address what, uh, you know, Sandra is asking. Um, the one thing that's been a constant and the one thing that um, I was keen to observe during my stay with the Z4 for review was how it holds up uh, that hinge mechanism and everything because there, there are two ways I was approaching it. Number one was how visible it is when you're using the device. Yeah, and it's there. It can bother some people. It can also be an, an issue. For me, it was just a necessary evil. I was fine with it. The other bit is if, if that thing will snap on you, um, as far as I was concerned, during my usage, that didn't look like the case. The thing was just fine, and I carried my phone with me everywhere because it was my primary device. So in the first generation, we had issues like dust getting in between the top canvas, especially where, where the hinge uh, mechanism is and all of those things. Uh, those are not concerns at this moment with the with the Z4 Pro. Um, at least from my experience, I didn't see anything that will be a point of concern that will be alarming. I think we are too far into the foldable cycles as far as the Samsung uh, Galaxy Z series is concerned that they've fine-tuned a lot of the bits that weren't holding. Um, at this point, I like it's you are a lot more confident as a consumer spending your money on this. Another bit is, and, and, and if Charles was in this space, he could have expounded more on the levels of confidence they have in their product and whatnot. So I won't get into those. But the other thing is, I think Samsung is backing this thing up with a one-year warranty along those lines. So if mm -hmm. you, as for some reason, it ever snapped, I think they should be able to replace it. But from my usage, I don't think that's something you are looking at, really. Um, I had no reason absolutely to believe or to be the entire time I was using that device. Like, it was fine. That was the fault. I... I've, I've not used the zip flip for so those who've used can speak to that but i think we are also looking at the same thing and the other bit is i do follow uh pretty much everyone who does the kind of thing we do here in this country and other people's uh, experiences elsewhere are such that we've seen these videos from zach uh, jerry everything 
um he did one on the z44 and that device mm-hmm. really held uh, on to its own so if you are if you if you if you're on youtube after the space you can go check uh what jerry rig everything does and look at some of uh, the things it does to fall the walls in terms of uh, the torture test and the z44 actually has done way way better like basically it passed that test so that's the highest level of confidence that you can get and then if you have to dial back to the z43 uh when it was released because i haven't seen the numbers for the z44 but the z43 i think well samsung had told us not samsung some youtuber did a test and that thing lasted 300,000 uh, cycles opening closing opening closing and i think i saw some for the z flip 3 that one lasted 200,000 opening closing cycles so that kind of thing well interesting um i can see jody has joined us but i'm gonna back, i'm gonna come back to him later uh dixon having used uh of course both uh, you know for the flip and um you know um uh and the fold what do and um, what would you say about durability you know just what uh, according to what sandra uh, you know um, asked i think i was a little bit concerned with the first generation was it the first or the second generation the first uh, that I, i think i interacted with the sec- first generation flip and the second generation flip and the current third generation which is the z flip 4 and uh, i've seen a tremendous uh, improvement because i think i i drop most of my phones every other day but i think i can attest to an improvement with the flip 4 and the flip 3 in terms of improvement uh for the fold i've only used the fold 4 which i'm talking to right now and from my use case and with the covers and cases included i think if you're just careful with your phone it's that sort of device that you will forget is fragile or, or, or rather the misconceptions of fragility that you have will just fade away on your day-to-day use because there's a thin layer of glass you don't feel it the, the display still falls uh, i can't see any visible scratches because the first generation of devices every viewer was talking about it being easy to scratch and all that but from my everyday use i cannot point out a case where i felt like the phone is very fragile to use it in a certain situation of course not going to sand and all that if you're outdoors or in the, on the beach and all that because sand is still an issue for the device but currently there is ip water rating and all that i don't know about other foldables i can only speak about samsung because i've interacted with them but uh, yesterday there was a launch and at oppo and we got to see the oppo find n and i think it also looks really uh, durable so in terms of durability of foldables i can attest to my actual day to day use that it's quite okay all right thank you nixon um, you know uh, jody thanks for joining us so maybe just some little of introduction and um, you've you've been using the fold for i believe and as a, as a fold for ambassador what kind of questions do you get out here from people when they see you holding the fold hi everyone it's definitely a pleasure joining um yes uh, sorry i took a bit of time to join um so for me i think the biggest the biggest thing was do you really like the phone mm-hmm. um coming from you know of course a different uh, operating system a different kind of phone a different brand do you really like this phone or are you doing it because you know you're part of samsung that was question number one. number two, is the phone worth the costs so of course the flip the flip and the fold have a wide margin between the costing and the question was do you do you think the phone is worth the amount that was that number three, of course 
um, given people that you know, even within the Android community, there's a lot of competition amongst the brands, um, leave alone even different operating systems. But even within the Android community, people ask, how is the camera? How is the camera? How is the camera? If I had a dollar for the number of times I've been asked about the camera, I'd probably have enough to buy everyone on this space a fold. So those are the three main questions that I've been getting from people. All right, thank you. Um, um, now, uh, same th I'm, I'm gonna, uh, you know, uh, 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 give uh, you know a match of the same questions. Yeah, in yeah. your line of business, of course, you get to uh, you, uh, you. You said you've sold more folds than than flips. You know, what kind of questions do consumers ask you about foldables? As I said earlier, the main question is uh, we have. Uh, I can see that Echenze has talked about the durability. That's the number one question, actually. Mm -hmm. Then number two is the camera. Selling the Z Fold 3 was a tough ask due mm -hmm. to the features were not at par with their uh, flagship. For the Z Fold 4, as I said earlier, I'm really, really impressed with the camera. Like, mm -hmm. really, really impressed. Then, they have this where if you can fold it, you can use the rear camera, which is the main camera, as a selfie. Mm -hmm. So those are the two questions. And the number three, is it worth it? Is it, how can I convince someone that not to get an S22 Ultra, but to get a Z Fold 4? For uh the previous year which was the s21 versus the z43 i was i actually didn't know what to answer mm -hmm. but then now for this time i it's so easy to tell a client you get the same main features from a flagship but with a bigger screen most of them are sold just by saying that mm -hmm. and in uh, in regards to is it susan who had asked about who had asked Sandra. about Sandra had asked yes. about uh, or the or durability. Uh, this is an issue that I face daily, actually, the durability of phones. Now, there are two ways to look at it. Is uh, one is how the user is careful, or two, how hardy the manufacturer mm -hmm. has sorted it so for the first one is uh, let me just say you just have to be careful even for the basic samsung a03 you just need to be careful about the durability i won't like i haven't interacted with the fold for for long so i'm very sure hnze or you guys and you are better placed but from the various reviews that i have come across it seems it's not that bad and in regards to that crease that comes at the center line mm -hmm. uh it, it's not noticeable actually it's noticeable only when the phone is off when the phone is on you really won't notice i can mm -hmm. say it's a it's unnecessary a glitch but i hope uh, through technology we shall get a more seamless screen Oh, right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, Josie, uh, you know, um, you've used the Fold 4 
overall, what has been your experience using this device, you know, over the last couple of months? Well, uh, can I just say something in regards to what's just been said? Uh, the it's interesting to talk about the the screen, particularly because Samsung has said they've also they're also coming out with the um, uh, they'd mentioned a slide out display, so a slideable display. So I can't wait for us to have a similar conversation, but where the screen either slides from the side or from the top. So I really really can't wait uh, for that I, I i have a feeling the response to that will be a very different conversation especially being faster market so please just just let me know the question that you were asking with my use yes yeah so the question was basically your overall experience you know um uh with a fold oh yeah perfect so of course um one of the biggest uses i had my phone for was multitasking at work and hosting when doing events one of the uh, biggest challenges i had was most of the time when you're hosting or you're at work or trying to shuffle between applications was one connecting on uh, microsoft teams for example while still using your camera still using word writing notes that you're hearing from presenters or what's happening within in a room uh, doing your zoom meetings all of that happening at the same time now, a lot of people will say, okay, fine. Other operating systems can easily do that. But the fold for me, because of the nature of the screen, so you have the split and you can watch or do three things at the same time, two to three things at the same time. Uh, you can use your camera, you can see your notes, you can write whatever notes you'd like. You can also attend your Zoom meetings or whatever meetings. That for me has been a complete shift. The biggest issue coming from a different operating system was, and I remember even speaking with the Samsung team and we were saying, uh, we'll take a bit of time to adjust. I thought it would take months, you know, because you have your laptop, your watch, uh, uh, maybe your other gadget at the house that you wanted to have everything connected. But it doesn't take that much. A smart switch has allowed for you to just have your content and your apps uh, um, easily spread out and easily switched from one gadget to another. So that wasn't an issue. I remember with my previous phone, using Microsoft Teams, security was such a tough issue. And I don't know whether it's me who's been having this issue, but without even mentioning the phone, and I'm sure a lot of you know which phone I'm talking about, but it was tough to have uh, Microsoft Teams, for example, on an, on my iPhone. It gave me such a hard time, it kept logging me out. I would have to get the verification key, kept logging me out, or what. But I think because of Android and, uh, of course, open source and being very open to a lot of external parties, it's been very easy for the Fold. Um, we also have the... So something that I realized, the thing about the Fold now is just like having a, a game or like a, a new car or something like that. You continuously... Is you keep finding new features. So I didn't quite get what the flex cam meant, mm. but the flex camera is basically you take the picture and you see the preview at the same time. I, it's some, something that is so simple and so easy to do, but that for me was solid. It was a very solid uh, way to use the camera, very efficient. Aside from that, of course, um, another thing was exchange of uh, pictures or videos that you take when you're out with your friends or whatever. And that was also, it's 
pretty easy. You can do it between different OSs, different phones. That was also another big challenge that I thought, okay, I'd have to really adjust or download a lot of apps, but it's also very possible. Um, yeah, I think so. Those were the, were the key ones. Work for me and uh, that interoperability uh, and connecting between the other gadgets I had and, of course, sharing content. I, I think it, it's worked so far. I thought it would take a lot of months, maybe two to three months to adjust, but it took less than three weeks to just, yeah, get on the on Samsung and now embed it into daily life. Oh, oh interesting. Uh, you know, um, I, I, was reading, I was reading a report, you know, that was talking about how in 2021, Samsung shipped over 90% of their foldables. Um, I'm not sure, you know, about the figures, you know, for the new folds. But, uh, you know, this is just a question I'm going to pose to each one of the speakers. You know, what do you think is the main barrier uh the main barrier for uh barrier for for consumers to buy foldable foldable devices uh let me let me let me go first yes um uh, two things one is the price and then to uh, to further build on what uh Chenzi said uh solving a problem that doesn't seem to exist so let me talk about the price um i've just been checking through the internet and in 2022 right now uh the cheapest foldable device in the country happens to be i think the find then yes the oppo find then uh which retails at 185,000. so that's not very cheap <laughs> okay and that's the cheapest in the market that we have right now uh is yaomi mimix fold um comes in at 197,000. uh then we have the the z fold 4 uh, in the 200 uh, plus region um yes there's this number that is being shipped to uh you know to most uh buyers uh, across the world but then we're looking at the local consumer here it's very few you can literally pick how many foldables have been sold in the country and the reason for that is it has an extremely extremely prohibitive opening price if that like if we could have a budget fold again now that's where you look at practic practicability i mean uh would you want an lcd on a on a on a, on a z fold absolutely not and then it it it, res it it becomes a niche now Again, the tech market, uh, currently I think we we are still competing on who has the best camera that can take the best night portraits and stuff like that. Uh, we are competing on battery life, who has the best on-screen time right now in the market. So, uh, and every manufacturer is doing their best to prove that this is the best camera phone. People, are, uh, their partnerships, uh, Vivo with with, with uh, Zeiss, for instance, uh, um, Huawei used to have something with Leica, for instance, and everyone is trying to get a share of the of the best tech and the best uh, features for their devices. Now, in the foldable market, if you closely look at it, aside from multitasking, there is just this, you know, what else? What is that? What else feature? And I guess the more uh, people get access to foldables, the more the what else is addressed so those two things um pricing and addressing a problem that doesn't seem to exist yet there's like a problem that still exists yes oh interesting uh dixon 
Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Kindly remind me what you're discussing. So, I mean, what, what do you think is the main barrier mm-hmm. uh, for consumers, you know, to purchase, you know, foldables? I think Chenzi had already uh, preempted this because when you were saying about you're not getting it uh, because you need something solved or all that. You're only getting it because you have the money to get it. And the main barrier to getting one is price. And what I love about technology, and I've always said this, is that whenever something is introduced, people will be like, we don't need that. We don't need that. Who asked for that? It's too pricey. It's too expensive. But that's the beauty of all this. We don't need under display fingerprint scanners. We don't need under display cameras. We don't need 12 gigs of RAM. But they make our lives nice. They make these devices things that we want to have. And through the process of uh, refinement and uh, having everything uh, set up in place, you will find that in a few years, we'll be having budget foldables. In a few years, we'll be having uh, uh, flips that are more uh, affordable than the current flips and all that. So time will bring us to the level where companies will have manufacturing processes that can churn out as many devices as possible in a day and have very thin margins and so that everyone can get to experience if the consumer market is ready for that. I think what Samsung has been doing for the longest time is sort of a trial run to see as uh, how, how the market responds. And then when other uh, manufacturers can come to a place where they can compete, you'll see uh, affordable foldables from both companies. I think Samsung is selling almost the same sort of device for the last few years, waiting for the right time to strike the market with something new, something affordable and all that. Yeah. So currently, to answer that, I think it's just price. So so what I'm getting is uh, foldable phones are not ready to become mainstream? They could become mainstream, but can they become mainstream at such prices? No, uh, you can't buy a phone at the price of a car and make that mainstream. I think they could become mainstream when they become the sort, sort of prices we've seen uh, the S22 series start at. Or they could become mainstream when we have better financing plans such, such that more people can access them. And I think this year there are financing plans for that. So as they are right now, they cannot become mainstream with such prices. Oh, interesting. And maybe Chenze, uh, don't you think cutting prices is going to be a big challenge for smartphone makers? For the foldables? It is. Um, but I'll, 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 I'd like to thrust one in the works. Would the foldables become mainstream if Apple made a foldable? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yes. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I was waiting. Right. I have so much oh, to say. Please carry on. I'll build a I'll build on your point. <laughs> I think that's a real uh, good thing to discuss because one, uh, 5G had been available for the longest of times, but when Apple did uh, iPhone 12 and everyone was writing, uh, 5G is finally coming to the market. 5G becomes mainstream. So yeah, to some extent, Apple's uh, coming into the market with foldables could make them mainstream because most people, as the market is currently set up, look up to Apple as sort of the main innovator. So when Apple makes something, everyone will be like, okay, now we are making it, yeah. Yeah, can I please jump in? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, perfect, please. I This is such a, a point close, 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 close. All right, so when, when, uh, when the Fold 3 came out, a lot of people questioned 
the relation between the cost and the design itself the fold 3 and 2 were so far apart so by the time the fold 4 was coming out the r&d had been done seriously the theme for the new fold 4 was supposed to be refinement the gaps when you close the phone how slim the phone is uh, performance etc with the fold 4 had to outdo all the other foldable phones there were in the market of course there are other foldable phones right leave alone apple and now we can even mention apple properly right now when the phone came out the samsung fold 4 the galaxy z fold 4 uh, uh, the bosses at uh, samsung were asked what they thought of the price they said the fold 4 is out of reach for most consumers but that is okay for them they were very okay with exclusivity mainly because they had another phone in the market which was the flip 4 that they had at that level of $1000 that they felt if you wanted a more attainable foldable phone you could go for that one so the comparison then at that time became okay so we have the flip 4 which is at $1000 the fold 4 entry entry uh, market level is $1800 but a phone that almost came close was apple at $800 and up of premium phones $200 is not too far and you know of course when samsung gives the offer they give you you know warranty care plus insurance blah, 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 all these things sometimes even they throw in buds or whatever right so the difference of $200 was not too much to warrant someone saying i'm going to go for this brand and not this brand so price we can rationalize about price from that end now apple sells 7 out of every 10 premium phones worth $800 and above apple sells 7 out of every 10 so price cannot be a, a limiting factor because those people that want premium phones will get them we were in burundi the other day for some for some friend wedding i beg to differ on that Well, let, let me give let me give some bit of perspective right and then and then we could we could i i completely respect i i think i can see where you're coming from let's we'll i'm sure we'll reach a point where we can agree to disagree because i can see that as well and i know even me i've questioned the price right so we were in burundi some other time and i realized that most of the people that were using and we told this to the team that were using the fold 4 were people who are a bit older or had gotten the phones the foldable the fold 4 phones for uh their younger sons or their younger daughters or whatever but the people that i asked who were in my age bracket they took a bit longer to buy them they took maybe a few months or they had a proper payment plan as opposed to people that just went and bought so price from what i mentioned at the beginning is a limiting is not a limiting factor but if you look at the demographics we have within the region it is a limiting factor the last point i really want to say last year because a journalist i'm a journalist as well maybe i didn't give proper context but last year we had 7 million foldable phones i remember this question was asked just a few minutes ago in 2021 7 million of course overall we have like 1.3 billion or over 1 billion smartphones sold last year but 7 million were foldables so that in itself also gives you an indication of where exactly people are going with foldables uh, there was a point that was raised about uh, creating a, a, a solution to a problem that doesn't exist which is a very valid point but i feel like also the tech world is evolving every day and people really sometimes just want excitement excitement they just want to see something happening 
you know with all these tech companies so that's that that's what i would give as my two cents both a challenge and an opportunity within this space okay yeah. if i can if, if yeah. i can yeah. about prices uh let me see okay let me admit this the z fold four is quite expensive yeah but the the iphone 14 coming is not that cheap am i lying it's not that cheap so uh what i can say about about the price issue guys buy flagships for over let me say 150k i've had clients even buying phones for 180k but now the issue is uh the issue comes generally in two aspects the specifications and the durability now samsung had ignored middle range guys the guys who spend between let me say 15 to around 60k they had ignored those guys but then now what they did they brought the a series into the field while not losing the flagship or clients for the z fold 4 why it's still a patch 22 situation it's because how will you convince a person to spend that um, much amount of money for a phone that we don't know will last as long as those other flagships so in terms of the price i can see it's a big issue but as george said earlier or people spend money actually so about the price and the way it's for a certain niche of clients so many guys will buy so that they can stand out regardless of the specs that they have that is my take so you believe the foldables have a totally different target audience that's what yes. you're saying yes yes they they do because as the change said earlier what are they solving is it a good camera laptops asus actually has come up with a foldable oled uh, obviously it's not up to par but you know how powerful a laptop is yeah so what what issue or what a problem is the z fold 4 solving while interacting with the with the z fold 4 i can say they have really impressed because they have matched the specs for the flagship models and now we get a bigger screen now the issue that they have is the battery life because currently fights have moved from cameras and durability into battery life so now those are the and their major issues to be sorted if they are to enter into the or common one inch market but for the high-end market trust me or people love money out there there are guys who will just have it just for the sake oh interesting Dixon wanted to say something because I can see our time is almost up. Uh, I think Dixon had something to say. Yes, I did. I wanted to say that uh, on the discussion of pricing, remember companies don't exist just to sell devices because they can sell devices. 
they can only sell devices when they can create an illusion of who they are. Apple creates the illusion of being a luxury company by once in a while releasing very expensive stuff and they make it exclusive and unnecessary. So you'll get wheels for $1,000 or stands for $1,500 and all that. It's about creating that illusion that you're a luxury company and that having your product is a good thing to do. When you look exactly. at their sales, they, they, they break down their phones. For example, the iPhone 13 series, there's a 13 mini, 13, 13 Pro, 13 Pro Max. The devices that sells almost always very well is the 13, then the 13 Pro Max. It's always the cheaper version than the more expensive version. So what Samsung is currently doing is creating the standard for what foldables should look like and what pricing they can set. They became the first people to set foldables. So everyone will try to follow and match their pricing or appear to be matching their pricing, even if a little cheaper so as to acquire customers. So when everyone is now making foldables, everyone will be aspiring to what Samsung was creating and what prices they were targeting. And I think that's the end goal for Samsung. So so you're saying, you know, like this, um, some people always use that uh, smartphone companies always couple what, copy what Apple is always doing. So now people will be copying Samsung with the foldables? I think so. For, for a good while, people will be copying Samsung in terms of the... Uh, the form, form factor because everyone has access to folding displays why is everyone doing a fold or a flip because that's the first i said our uh, form factor that came into the market so when somebody comes up with a f- new form factor maybe people will jump onto that i've seen scrollable and uh stretchable and all that when somebody does it well maybe that will work but currently the person controlling the uh what is it called? The narrative on how foldables should look like remains Samsung. They created a flip and they created a fold and everyone will try to copy that for a while. Actually, if I can add on to that, uh, there is no use of inventing fire again. Why should I go and start rubbing some twigs? For the standard that Samsung has set, especially with the current phone, I can see so many companies copying them, just like so many companies copied Apple in regards to their iPhones. For now, uh, I cannot say that Samsung has done bad, but this is the datum level for all foldable phones. I don't think, and I don't know why anyone should think otherwise. Oh, interesting. I think Kiruti is about to disagree with all of you. Kiruti, do you have something to say? <laughs> no, I don't want to disagree with anyone. <laughs> 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 um, are very interesting. I mean, you're in year four, right? I think right now is on the fourth iteration. Um, it just feels like we're in 2010 of smartphones, right? I mean, there's so much that can be done right now, and I've seen all types. I've seen the fold four with the uh, the big screen at the middle. You see the flip, which is kind of my favorite in the Samsung range. Um, we have what Microsoft is doing with the Surface Duo, which I really like the design. Um, we have um, um, there's another one I saw. I think it was like um, a rollable kind of thing. I don't know it was which. I don't remember which brand it was. And we have the which one I which I feel is like the weirdest, which I think it was by Xiaomi, which is like a wraparound display. But in reality, when you see about the price and all these features, I feel I still feel like we're in the we're still in the beginning, right? 
So this high price is not surprising to me. But the only time I can be able to see it percolating down uh, to the masses is when people like Transion in uh, in Africa, you want to be able to get if you people could see a techno foldable and even foldable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wow, and, oh. yeah, <laughs> um, and and I mean, what George said, when we're able to see like an apple foldable, I don't know what an apple foldable would look like, probably something like a lot of courage to have. Um, I really don't know so. I'm still excited to see what we'll be able to have in the future, but currently I don't see the price going down. I don't see the thickness going down anytime soon. I mean, these things are so thick. Uh, I don't know why, but <laughs> um, but in reality, we just have to see what will happen. All right, thank you, Kirit. Maybe just uh, we have like uh, three minutes left. I was expecting someone or all of you to answer the question uh, Chenza asked about if Apple made a foldable, will, would you buy it? No one answered that, but maybe as as um, as as, as, I as can what I can say. I can answer, Nick. I think as, oh, as an avid iPhone user, I think I would say that um, I agree with the point of. I mean, if if iPhone not to take that direction, I think people would endear themselves to uh, entertaining the idea of foldables but not to discredit that samsung is definitely making a mark there but as somebody who's never used a samsung before i think if they were to take that, that direction i would but the fact that i'm already curious about this it already means there's something happening in the minds of consumers well interesting uh Jody, would you <laughs> I have so many things to say not at the moment. Well, first of all, because the possibility <laughs> is so far, like, you, you know, Samsung has a patent, right? Like proper patents that disallow other people to to get certain components or whatever into their phones because Samsung already have um, preference. So they already got that patent locked. And these guys are spending $100 billion per year in R&D. I don't think anyone will come close to that kind of a proper functional phone. If you were to buy, an, uh, let's say Apple says they've released a foldable smartphone now, that will be the first batch of bad performing phones, even without speaking badly about, you know, a competing <laughs> brand. But because they will need a lot of time and trial and test and, you know, to get an actual performing foldable. Maybe let me give one point before we wrap up. The price issue for people also need to realize like every component that you add into a phone equals a cost you add a chip it's a cost processor yes. cost whatever cost yes. foldable cost yes. there's a cost so people might want an affordable phone but that means it cannot do some of the things that you want a premium phone to do so that's always something that we might miss in some of these conversations but i feel like it's worth mentioning but to your point i don't think so your question i don't think so <laughs> All right, thank you so much. And just just one last question uh, that I want all of us speakers to respond to. Uh, it's basically just about the topic that we are covering. Do you all believe the next era of smartphone innovation is about foldables? Let me start with Dixon. I think Samsung wants it to be the next era of smartphones because one, they'll get to sell as many displays as they can to as many companies as possible, including Apple. Yes. 
So if Samsung can have their way, foldables would be the next sort of form factor for smartphones. Anzeo? Yes. Um, I, 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 like Kiriti said, we're just getting started. It feels like we, we are at that era where the first iPhone chucked in and, and we, we, we are still getting started. That's why everyone is doing their best to make their foldable the thinnest. And before we get there, we will take some time. So give it time. Chenze? Um, I, I don't know if the future is foldables, but I can see where this is going. Um, I, I do believe there's a space for foldables going forward. And I do believe these won't be the new 3D phones. If anyone remembers, early 2010s, we, we were being told the future would be all about <laughs> so so my fingers are crossed to see to see how all of this sticks but the one key thing is um these phone makers samsung and the rest they don't make these devices for themselves so if they can keep convincing the buyers that is value definitely we'll see this product stick and they'll have a level of acceptability for instance um if you look at where samsung has come with their foldables from the first generation to where we are the fourth generation the features they keep adding um uh, there's li- been little in the way of uh, big hardware changes over like the last two generations but there have been significant changes with regards to the software the multitasking experience is better we now have flex mode on the folder as well in addition to the flip and look at it this way a uh, pandemic brought about Mm, learning from home now online schooling is not such a foreign concept amongst a certain section of kenyans if you're looking at a fall you you can you you actually have your notes on the upper side of the screen you can have a video on the lower you can type all those things when you look at how our use cases have evolved over the last three years falls do address that so the the thing here is to keep persisting uh, samsung has persisted they've withdrawn the galaxy note series so now if you are not getting a galaxy s series and you have the money to buy a premium samsung device you're looking at a foldable so in a way they've put these foldables in our faces so if say other device makers do the same kind of thing um this becomes something that you can't avoid and in a way they must take off but it's also still a tough call to say this is the future and if apple made affordable do you buy it Um, one, I'm not a pro Apple phones person, uh, and I think that's obvious. Everyone um, who's in this space who knows me personally knows. If I wanted, I'd be having several iPhones, but I'm not <laughs> that kind of life. Hi, uh, David. Is the next era of smartphone innovation about foldables? Never discount innovation and technology. There's so many stuff that, especially uh let me not say the gen z because maybe they didn't get some stuff but i can yeah i can see most speakers are not gen z so we have seen very no. much evolution you've just that... been called old <laughs> shh, shh, silence <laughs> so uh, i we have seen so much evolution that we didn't think that would happen i wouldn't discount the foldables as the next thing that i wouldn't especially if you look at all levels from cars phones tvs speakers laptops so much stuff that we thought would never catch on has finally caught up with us so yes for me they might be 
the keyword the keyword is might but i wouldn't rule them out thank you so much thank you so much you know uh, the speakers thanks so much for your opinions it's really been great you know having you around and having this conversation around foldable phones and of course uh you know uh maybe dixon um i saw you did a very nice article around um around the the plans that something is offering you know with um, um with the foldables could you maybe just take us through them as i wind up the purchase plans you mean yes uh those uh i don't know if they're still on but they the you could get the flip and if you had the flip three you could trade in with badili and then samsung will top up twenty thousand. and if you had the fold three you'll trade in and samsung will top up twenty five thousand. so if badili gives you an offer of seventy thousand, you get a top up of twenty five thousand. it becomes 125 000, i believe so you pay the difference something of that sort yeah i'll share about the space all right thank you so much thank you so much Joe. thank you so much dixon chinze uh, david um uh and uh Anjayo, uh the speaker as well as kiruti and uh you know uh sandra for your opinions uh dixon me and uh chance also run a very interesting podcast around the uh, you know tech and you guys to, to talk about such conversation around smartphones uh and all these interesting interesting topics around, around technology it's called 24 bit so you can check that out and also you can check our blogs you know uh i run a blog called tech trends where we also write so much about technology of course doing a lot of product reviews i go same with dixon and chenze so also uh, matches uh, or david also yes uh, yes that we have a partnership with several guys called electmat solutions we deal with phones laptops tvs and if you and also any query i don't judge for queries it's free <laughs> yeah. all right and uh anjayo was also into the tech space and does a lot of things around cars and technology and a lot of also product reviews so you can check out through his you know timeline to just see what on the kind of work he does so yeah my name is nixon canali thank you so much guys for joining us and i'm hoping to host another space you know uh before the month ends on a different topic probably around cyber security so i'm hoping you all join me join me for that as well i'm gonna be sharing that on my timeline so thank you so much you know, good people uh, and good night Apple on a launch folder book. <laughs> Whether well, you guys who don't game, gaming future, the future of, yeah, that's the next era. Gaming, reality, AR. I know, VR, I know that. Exactly, yeah. There's only one phone I know right now that can do that really well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Fold 4. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good night, John. Oh, cheers. Bye-bye.